Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Oh, my gosh. It's so good to be back. I took a couple weeks off, and I went up to my hometown, uh, Federal Way, Washington, between Seattle and Tacoma. I spent almost a couple weeks up there. I threw my mother a surprise birthday party for her 82nd birthday, and we went to a wedding. I spent time in the forest. It was really um, a fantastic, fantastic time, and it was nice to get out of the Los Angeles heat and weather. So um, I hope your summer has been amazing. There are just a few months left of 2019, and I want everybody to go into 2020 really with some great energy. I just feel, I don't know what it is, but I feel that it's going to be such a powerful year. And imagine 2020, for those of you who are, you know, like over 50, you'll you'll really feel like, 2020s here, you know, can I believe it? When we were growing up, you know, just thinking about 1999 and the year 2000 and, and, you know, time's going fast and a lot of you out there are looking for soulmates and we're going to talk about dating and, and uh, some fun stuff today, but I'm going to start with my little um, inspirational uh, quote here by Louise Hay. Um, from her book, Heart Thoughts, The Treasury of Inner Wisdom. So today, I am wonderful and I am proud of myself. We resist most that, we resist most that which we most need to learn. If you keep saying I can't or I won't, you are probably referring to a lesson that is important to you. Reprogramming your negative beliefs is very powerful. A good way to do so is by making a recording with your own voice on it. Record affirmations and play them back. They will have a great deal of value to you. If you want a recording that is even more powerful, have your mother make one for you. Can you imagine going to sleep with your mother telling you how wonderful you are, how much she loves you, and how proud she is of you, and how she knows you can be anything in this world? Isn't that amazing? And thinking about my own mother, it was so wonderful spending that time with her and throwing her that party. You know, people in our lives are so precious. Now, if you want to do it quick and get a great recording, go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, and uh, you can get a free self-love guided meditation that I made for you in the studio and you can listen to that it's about seven minutes super powerful so all right so now romance fans today my guest is my gal pal Betsy Johnson she is the host of the new love and relationship podcast delivering tantalizing talk of love romance and sex in 30 minutes or less your lunchtime quickie We'll be talk. She talks with uh, with romance authors, relationship coaches, matchmakers, and everyday people 
that have real life love stories to tell. And I was on her podcast recently um, and we just had a blast and she's really building this lunchtime quickie into a lot of different things. She's going to be having events and all of that. So um, she's going to tell you about it because if you're in the LA area, you can come and meet us uh, too for some of these events, but let's just, bring Betsy on. Hello, Betsy Johnson. How are you doing? Hi, hi, hi. Hi, Marla. How are you? Yay. All right. I'm fantastic. So here we are. So here we are. So excited. Tell tell everybody about why you started Lunchtime Quickies and what, what it, what it is. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I actually came up with this idea a couple of years ago, and I just felt like, uh, I mean, it initially started with the idea that, you know, I'm, I'm a big romance fan, whether it's romance novels, you know, true stories, whatever it is, and I always love the concept of a lunchtime quickie. I mean, hopefully we've all had a few, right, once in a while, <laughs> and uh, the real deal that is. And yeah. I just said, you know, what if somebody could get uh, a quick little story in, I would say, 30 minutes or less, and that's their little inspiration to get them through the rest of the day. It's something, you know, it's a, mm. it would be a little snippet that they could read on their lunch break in 30 minutes or less. And so right. the concept was built actually off of, of stories, and I, I launched lunchtimequickies.com last February, or this past February uh, for Valentine's Day. And as soon mm-hmm. as we launched, I knew that I wanted to do the podcast. And then from there, it was like, you know, I really wanted to bring that relationship and, you know, all of those kind of conversations more to light. Um, and so then the podcast just now has been taken off. And, you know, you, you were episode 12. And you know, mm-hmm. we just had such a wonderful time chatting and I really just, uh, you know, and I'm single, and I am, mm-hmm. you know, waiting for my soulmate to find me, as I say, actually, I'm not looking for him, and he's going to find me. <laughs> and <laughs> I just, <laughs> and I just said, you know, I think it's time to have these conversations, and I'm just having, uh, you know, a wonderful time doing that, and, you know, bringing amazing guests like I mean you you know you've been doing this for a long time you're clearly a a subject matter expert as we say in SME and you know these are the conversations that I really want to introduce to our now 18,000 fans on Facebook um oh my gosh congratulations yeah thank you thank you thank you so So you guys yeah go to to, it's under just lunchtime quickies they can like your your page and be a part of it is yes Mm-hmm. Yep, it's okay. just the at lunchtime quickies, and you can find us easily. It's a great, uh, you know, it's a great page. Um, lots of fun quotes, and you know, we're now starting to mix some things up and sharing more articles and and true love uh, stories. Actually, as you know, we're learning more about them. Oh my gosh! So you've been dating online, and you've even had some of your dates <laughs> on the show, and had first date, uh, had your first date on your show. And when I was there, you, yes. you guys, Betsy had a date with a hot Latino professional soccer player. And she, yes. Tell us about that. Didn't you meet him at a gas station or something? <laughs> I did. I did. He's 30, and, uh, yeah, he's from Brazil, has actually been here in the country for, for many years. But, yeah, we met at a gas station. I had just been having drinks on a Sunday night and hanging out with a friend and, you know, stopped at the gas station to, before I headed over the hill, as I say, because this was in Woodland Hills. I was going back to Malibu. And he uh-huh. was pumping gas next to me. He had his cute little soccer uniform on. 
and I didn't really think much of it, but, you know, we ended up having a little interaction there, and then we we were going to, uh, you know, get together in the next couple weeks. That kind of never happened. But still the flirty back and forth text, and I finally just said, you know, I should I should see if he's game to come on the podcast as our very first date. And he said yes before even knowing what he had signed up for. He didn't even know what the podcast was. It was right. hilarious. He just said yes, and so we just had a we had a really fun conversation. Um, that episode actually will go uh, will come out tomorrow morning. We we drop one every Thursday around 9 a.m. California time. I can't wait to hear that uh, one. (laughs) Yes, but I'm having my second first date with another guy. Uh, We're taping this Friday, and um, I met him on Hinge uh, on the app, and so he has also agreed to uh, come on as our very first date. So He's super excited, and and this with him it's gonna be a totally different scenario because he's actually been actively listening to the podcast, which I've been mm-hmm. holding my breath because I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna know like pretty much everything about me. He's gonna know exactly what, yeah, like I put myself out there. And uh, well, so I was thinking that I'm you know, thinking if you're dating different guys on there, if the guy if a guy's really crazy about you, he's gonna listen and say she dated this soccer player, she dated this guy. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Oh, I know. Well, you know, I think that he's, you know, right. I think that any guy who is really just, um, you know, really is going to be more for me will understand yeah. that, hey, listen, you know, the Brazilian soccer player, I mean, he was 30. And, you know, he didn't, yeah. he didn't know that there was actually a 20 year difference with us. I mean, I, I'm uh-huh. active. Okay. I say, you know, I mean, I just had my 50th birthday um, in July. Uh-huh. And celebrated yeah. in the south of France. And this guy knew I was older, and he actually preferred older women, but he didn't know just how much older. So that was that was right. kind of a hoot. Actually, it was very funny. Oh, did he fight? Did you tell him on the podcast your age? No, I actually still haven't told him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But, but I'm gonna tell you, to, like, oh. after, yeah. But after the podcast, I mean, we really have not been in touch that much. I mean, listen, I, you know, I right. think we both knew what that was going to be, and, and it was, yeah. and no shocker there, and, you know, but it's all good. It's all good. And how are you, how are you uh, feel now, have you been married before or in a long-term relationship? Yes. And, and then yeah, some so single, was, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Go I ahead. was married many years. I've actually been divorced for 13 years. So um, I was married to a Brit um, many years ago, and we were actually only married for about five and a half years. And when we split, he's actually back in the U.K. now. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I've actually been single for 13 years, and I have had, you know, a few relationships that lasted a few years. But I got to tell you, Marla, you know, when I first got divorced, I said I was never getting married again. And now I've changed my oh. tune. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right. So now you're yeah. ready to do it again. Now, what do you feel uh, the difference? Is there a difference for you now dating at 50 uh, and being online and getting out there than, you know, before 13 years ago or before your marriage? What's the main difference? Yeah, you're you know, I, I feel like it's really the difference between night and day, but I don't know that I would really attribute it to my age. You know, I really mm-hmm. feel like you and I have had this discussion about the spiritual journey that we've been on, you know, in the last yeah. couple of years. And I, you know, I started meditating like seven years ago. I've had some, I'll admit, some out-of-body experiences. I've, you know, mm-hmm. just had a beautiful time of really learning and growing. And, you know, I started really investing in myself 
you know, not only personally, but financially, you know, I've had a coach for many years Uh um, through the, through the Bob Proctor programs. Um, You know, I believe that we have to, you know, put that investment into ourselves. And and there was a lot of, um, even though that was a lot of like law of attraction and goal oriented things, there's also very much like a spiritual piece. I mean, Bob Proctor was on the secret, you know, that's how he Mm -hmm. got out there. And so I really have embraced a lot of those, uh, the law of attraction, you know, principles, but then um, just really, you know, knowing that and Abraham, you know, I'm I'm a huge Mm -hmm. Abraham fan. I know you and I have talked about that too. And I've really just, you know, the, the, the importance of being in that good feeling place and what that really does and how, and what you attract and, you know, whether it's that I attracted my, you know, oceanfront apartment in Malibu or whether that I'm attracting the love of my life, which I finally Mm -hmm. decided I wanted, you know, I don't know how anyone can be dating right now without really getting clear about what they want, you know, whether it's like they're making that list and, you know, really like understand like, you know, how do I want to feel with this person? What does this look like? And those are the things that I've been working on. You know, once I decided a couple of years ago, yes, I do want the love of my life again. Yes, I actually do want to get married. And I figured it would be right around the age of 50. In fact, that was kind of the goal is to, is, you know, maybe to be remarried by the time I was 50. And okay, so I turned 50 in July. I'm not remarried. Um, But I will tell you something. This journey right now has just been extraordinary. Every day Mm -hmm. is more amazing than the next. And it's not even, it's not just in in the dating realm. You know, it's like being reconnected with you. You know, you and I reconnected. I mean, you know, we did some stuff together like six, five, six years ago. And I just feel like, you know, I, you know, these circles are coming back around and people like, we just have so much more, um, you know, like awareness, like the planets, you know, evolving and, and it's, it's just been a beautiful unfolding. And I've learned to settle down into, um, you know what, he's coming, my soulmate is coming. And, and I'm okay waiting, you know, okay, say, so he didn't show up, you know, my 50th birthday. It's okay. I'm, I'm, if it happens next year, if it happens in the next couple of years, but I'm going to tell you something, I am full on enjoying this journey right now. <laughs> it's been a blast. <laughs> the podcast has a lot to do with it, obviously, and lunchtimequickies.com. I mean, come on, it doesn't get any better than yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. That is so great. And it's interesting that you mentioned how we uh, reconnected because, and doing all this work, the same thing happened yesterday. Uh, a friend of mine came over, um, her name's Marie-Ange, and she's a beautiful French author and uh, she wrote a book about angels and she's a very spiritual lady. And we had, I interviewed her on my show, my YouTube show, gosh, maybe three years ago now when I read her book and we went out to lunch a couple of times and, and uh, then we didn't see each other for like a year or two or something. And then now all of a sudden we're, but she went off to do some deep spiritual healing and work on herself. And I've been doing mm-hmm. all my shamanic journeys and very, very deep work. Yep. And now we came back together and she says, Marla, we both went on our uh, journey to do a lot of deep healing. And now we've reconnected and we're just also going to be doing some videos together and some work together. And uh, just like you and I are. And it's interesting. Yeah. You and I went Fabulous. our separate ways a little bit and did some mm-hmm. work. And then mm-hmm. Marianne and I did that. And I think that's what's, uh, that energy coming up into 2020 is people, uh, you know, going to be coming, reconnecting after you've done your own work. And it is so important because there are, well, and what I love is you talking about um, 
even the the business side, the the money component, because there are, as a matchmaker, mm-hmm. I still see women in the 40s, 50s who are still looking for a guy kind of to pay their bills. Um, yep. Sometimes, and they're mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, kind of solve my problems. Uh, I need somebody. And it is so important to have that component of working on yourself, being happy with yourself, knowing, getting clear what you want, and getting clear on how you're going to take care of yourself. And then yes. the guy is going to come in. Yeah. So that is, is an important because women can do it. It's strong. I, that mentality still lingers we, a little bit out there where you need that guy. But we, we are capable, if not more, than any man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And, and I'll tell you that, that I, you know, I still have friends in that category. And I will absolutely say that those friends who still are waiting for that knight in shining armor or, you know, one's mm-hmm. in a marriage that, you know, she's clearly in it for the money. But one of the most miserable people you'll ever know, you know, and mm-hmm. now she and she feels trapped. I know she feels trapped. But, you know, she's staying because she really doesn't want to work and she doesn't really want to right. like, truly take care of herself and put herself first. And I thought, you know, I'm sorry, but, um, you know, I, I could never be that way. I mean, I, I don't care, you know, what job I would do. I cannot stay yeah. with a man who, in her case, you know, cheated on her terribly and all this. But, mm. you know, the bottom line is, is that those women that I know right now that are in that category are absolutely miserable. They're, they're suffering from disease. You know, as we know, mm-hmm. the body is in dis-ease and it's manifested, you know, yeah. a friend of mine has cancer. And I said, oh, ladies, yeah. you know, please, you know, you can do this. You know, you absolutely yeah. can do this. And it's so magical to see what happens when, when you do. So yeah, and, and, re- I, and reach I and agree more. even the first step, and it's not so easy to leave, uh, you know, a marriage because you're like that. It's that you're mildly miserable or whatever, but that's more comfortable than yeah. being going out into the unknown where you might be afraid. Um, so maybe right. just with stepping out to to uh, reaching out to a shaman or a healer and just start slowly, baby steps on seeing the possibilities of what healing could look like, what, you know, your, your power could look like. And, and uh, because it's, it is easy to say, just leave the guy, but, but it usually sure. doesn't happen that way. It's, it's, it's in different steps, but yes, you can definitely get uh, disease and get sick from, from uh, relationships. Right. Well, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I'm not a, you know, I'm not, you know, somebody who's going to say, yeah, you know, leave them. And I rec. yeah, it's very, very difficult. And I, I you know, also have another friend who, I mean, it took her years to finally, you know, know that she was worthy and she finally left, you know, her husband. And of course, you know, when there's kids involved, I mean, listen, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I did not have children. Um, I chose not to. And because my husband, uh, uh, you know, my now ex-husband, he had a daughter already. And, and so I knew that if, you know, we didn't have any kids together that, you know, it was fine with him. He already had a daughter, but, um, but it, it, you know, mm-hmm. the kids just make it so much harder and, and it's easy to yeah. to say, show that, you know, you want to stay together, you think, you know, for them and that would be a better thing. And, you know, whether it is in the end or not, but, you know, I just think there are so many, um, so many ways that, that a woman can be supported you know, once mm-hmm. she, when she's thinking about doing that, I mean, like you said, it's the shamans and the healers, but like the, you know, even just to say this, the Facebook groups and the support groups mm-hmm. and, you know, obviously therapists and there's so much more available to us now than there ever was. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And it's not, Absolutely. I don't think, you know, and there's not a stigma. I mean, I, people can say that I don't think there's a stigma anymore about, I, mean, I think everybody should have a therapist. 
You know, I was oh, I was talking yeah. to a young man the other day who was like, oh, yeah, I, have, I was like, good for you. Good for you. I'm glad to know that you have a therapist. I met another older gentleman that I thought about dating, and he, you know, said the same thing. And I thought, oh, thank God. You know, this is wonderful. I mean, anything you can do to work on yourself uh, and support mm-hmm. yourself is is priceless. Yeah, because – and also it's interesting um, – I'm on my third marriage, and, and I always had the same, same issues uh, in the past with relationships. And I started looking and saying, well, who's the common denominator here? It's me. You know, yeah, these guys might <laughs> right. have done this or that. They might have been verbally abusive or one might have cheated or whatever, you know, or jealous. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like I kept attracting the same kind of guy, so I had to clean up a lot of stuff uh, you know, that's the deep work I've been doing to switch things because you can, can only blame somebody else so much, you know, it's like they got to work right. on themselves and you've got to work on yourself. So Absolutely. Um, now I wanted to, now you lived in the South of, of France for a while and you, no, you lived in Italy. You were living Actually, in Italy. Actually Italy. I lived in and, Italy. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you might be going to France. Now what was, uh, now I'm one of those ladies that always date the foreign guy. I mean, I could be in a room of <laughs> yes. five, a party of 500 people and the one foreign guy there, you know, if I was single, we'd be connected, you know, we'd be going. Yes. So I always did that. Now, um, what is it like dating the foreign guys compared to the American guys for you? Or is there, you know, a, you know, preference or do you notice a difference in how they, they date or their, you know, feelings? Well, about? you know, it, like you, I tend to also attract them. You know, I've had a, a mm-hmm. few, you know, French boyfriends, uh, you know, one I actually met in France and, and um, kept up a little long distance. Um, that, oh, geez, that was like uh, 20 years ago, though. But, um, but okay. yeah, and, and then when I was in um, Italy, I had actually met Ricardo here in Westwood um, at the Italian Cultural Institute. So, you know, I had, well, this is the thing. Um, with that whole scenario, I had had a, a desire to move to Italy. And mm-hmm. so I said, well, what, you know, how would I go about doing this? So I got involved in the Italian Cultural Institute. I started going to their events. And that, and that's, you know, he walked up to me and I met him there and we were actually more like business kind of, you know, more professional and we kind of stayed in touch and so forth. And then he invited me over for holiday in, in mm-hmm. Italy for three weeks. Um, Jesus, it was like seven years ago. And, uh, you know, I ended up having, you know, a relationship with him, moved there. I actually moved to Torino or Turin, um, where they had the 2006 Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. That's how most people would, would recognize Turin, because it's not a typical, you know, city that a lot of Americans would visit in Italy. Or the Shroud, the Shroud of Turin is very famous. The Shroud right, of Turin. right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, ended up moving there with him and his family uh, and living with them for a time, but I really didn't want to, I wanted to be in Tuscany. That was really where Mm -hmm. I wanted to be, and I think that he thought that I would fall so madly in love with him, you know, and he was taking care of me. I wasn't working. I was helping him with his nonprofit and some business stuff, but, you know, he he really, uh, he was taking care of me. And mm-hmm. I, you know, was, uh, well, I, I allowed that. I let him do that. But, you know, that mm-hmm. was also a, that was also hard for me to do. And mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, like I said, he thought I would fall so madly in love with him that I would not want to move to Tuscany. 
but I right. would drop it. So I kept, yeah. you know, I kept saying, Ricardo, what do you know? What? And he's like, I never forget this one comment. He goes, Toscana, you're breaking my balls, you know? And I, <laughs> I said, <laughs> and I go, Ricardo, it's always been about Toscana. And he was like, and he yeah. was like, oh, you know. And so uh-huh. literally, we broke up. We broke up on Skype. Uh-huh. And oh, okay. he, I was, because I had been going back and forth at that time. I was living in Santa Monica. I didn't want to deal with the visa issue uh, with Italy right. until I really knew what was going to happen. So yeah. I would still have to come back here. And uh, you know, I just think, I mean, listen, with anything, it comes down to communication. And it comes mm-hmm. down to, you know, what, what, where are we really going together? Like, what do we really want? So, you know, with him, he always knew I wanted Tuscany, but he mm-hmm. didn't, you know, he, he didn't listen. He didn't want to listen. He yeah. didn't want to hear it. He just, you know, again, and I don't think that that's really, you know, with the foreign men, I mean, it's, it's also different to the ones that move here because they want to be in the U.S., as mm-hmm. opposed to him, who he would want to go back and forth, but he really had no desire to ever leave mm-hmm. Italy permanently. He also, mm-hmm. you know, had a daughter mm-hmm. and she had some physical challenges. So that was really what was keeping him there. And I can tell you after living there that I did end up missing states and, and I missed specifically mm. L.A. Mm-hmm. So I okay. said, okay. You know, the goal has changed. The goal is now that I want to live half the year there, half the year here. And now, even on my dating profiles, if you look at my hinge, I put it out there and I actually say that, you know, I list some of my travel, you know, where I'd like to go, but that I just say, I want a guy who will live with me in the south of France and Italy half the year, mm-hmm. or, or at least like, uh, so my goal is, is to be there next summer. I, I'm going to get an apartment or something in Nice, and I want to be there for at least right. three or four months. So I'm putting yeah. that out there, but guess what? The guy that's coming on the podcast on Friday that I met on Hinge, obviously he saw that. He wants to move to Spain. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. we talked the other day, and he said, I'm disappointed. I thought I'd be in Spain by now. Uh-huh. And I said, well, uh-huh. I thought yeah. I'd be in Italy by now. You know, so, but right. we ha- like, clearly, we're going to have some great conversation, you know, and who knows? You know, he's the closest that I've probably come to having someone who really legitimately wants the lifestyle that I want. Well, and I love that you're not conforming to some man's life, that you have these goals that that's really important to you, spending some time in the, in Europe, and you're doing yes. it. And, you know, you you will attract a guy who is, you know, maybe maybe a little bit older than you who's got some bucks and he's retired, and that's what he can do, you know, it's, he does. So that's what. Yes, and I actually tend to really I love older men for you know for a lot of reasons. But yeah, I mean I yeah. feel like you know certainly the the Europe the European. I mean it's it's in my blood. It's you know it's in my past lives. You know very very strongly. Yeah. And yeah, and so but so far I mean this guy's definitely getting it. And okay, so he wants to live in Spain. I only want to live in South of France. I mean we're, we'd mm-hmm. be living very close to each other. Very close. You just walk over the border, hey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, Betsy, uh, we are, can you believe we're already coming to the end of the episode? I knew, and it, I knew it would go a, so fast. I know it goes so fast. It's been such a pleasure. So, you guys, check out Lunchtime Quickies. Go on Facebook, and then it's lunchtimequickies.com. And Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
and Instagram. Yes. And then, uh, you guys, if you like this podcast, The Mystical Matchmaker, please leave a review or, you know, five stars. Uh, it'll help other people find the show. And don't forget to go to my website and get your free um, guided meditation. And much love, everyone. And um, thank you, Marla. Out there. so great. Bye, Betsy. Much love, everybody. Bye, Bye now. Thank you. Bye. Bye.